1: Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
2: Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less
0: anxious and frustrated and put you on a path of happiness. All through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take
2: the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. So do you remember the uh, the the your face in meat? Our company, Worldwide Logistics, get your oh, face in meat. Of course. of course. I sent them an email as promised. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd actually do it. I'm so glad. I did. I did email them. Uh, here's what I said. Hello there. My name's Ben Potter, and I'm one of the editors for UK-based comedy podcast, Podiots. Each show contis- consists of three hosts bringing one thing to discuss, and on a recent episode we were all very excited by the idea of ham with a customizable design, particularly as we all grew up with Billy Bear ham. Mm-hmm. I'm unsure what your policy is on meat samples or ordering single meat items, but would love to submit a meat design and see it proudly displayed in meat. Plus, I believe it would make for,
0: for a great discussion. And then I gave a little bit about our credentials. <laughs> at the very least, we've gained a new fan, surely. How many <laughs> downloads Adolf, we get?
1: Adolf Ham Ham Hamfriend. What was his surname? Uh, Feld Feldhois. Feld. That's the same thing. It's German for Hamfriend, I think. So. Right.
2: Wow. Yeah, certainly. Then I linked to our YouTube and Spotify, and I said, "Let me know if this is at all possible, and please pass my thanks and admiration on to Mr. Bern, Bern, Bernhard A. Feldhois. He has inspired a generation with his fun meets." Kind regards. <laughs> Ben Potter. Now, I just wanted to give an update because I did follow through as promised. I am really sad to report that I
1: didn't get a reply. For God's sake, Bernard.
2: Come on, get get on top of your stuff. You would have thought Bernhard, Ad, a man of Bernhard, Adolf Feldhoy's stature would would want to deal with us, but apparently not.
1: So have you tried emailing Bernhard at Feldhuis.de? Because that no. might be his direct... <laughs> no, let me
2: copy and paste this right now. Uh, so Bern, Bern, oh no, hang on. Bern, I'm gonna to have to copy and paste his name, it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. Bern, Bernhard just at
0: Feldor's, do you think?
1: <laughs> surely, surely that is his personal email address.
0: Oh dear. <laughs> Can we be careful? I don't I don't I don't wanna be banned from buying Billy Bear meat in the future. <laughs> I like I don't want them to hunt us down for is it yeah. .com or .de? What do you think?
1: Is it a, Are they German, Belgian? Oh, uh, you know,
2: that's a really oh. good question. Failed hoys right, Flemish. It's, it's not a in Ger- They're <laughs> in Germany. They are in okay. Germany. Um, yeah, yeah, they are closed currently, but they open 7 a.m. tomorrow for all your meat <laughs> needs. <laughs> your meat needs. Uh, they only have a contact us form, obviously. I'm trying to guess what their internal email address would be, given that their website is feldhoys-group.de. It might be feldhoys-group is their email. You try and do some snooping around LinkedIn as well. Yeah, I could definitely, definitely get someone, maybe Adolf himself,
1: group. If we've got any listeners who are in the novelty ham trade... introduction then let us know because you might know someone who knows someone
2: yes they're all they all know each other it's just a big it's a big meaty boys club isn't it
1: it's a big sausage fest I think.
2: Yeah. oh very very good. yeah uh yeah oh i did a typo in the original email it's fine okay i'm gonna oh. send this we'll see if i get a bounce back
0: mm. fingers crossed Okay. no I'm one wants it. their
1: ham to bounce back that's that's not a good thing at all
2: no it's not a good thing. Okay. Consult a position. Oh, no bounce back. Oh, that doesn't mean that it's a monitored, used, or real email address necessarily, but it does mean that that domain certainly exists, I think, right?
1: I guess so. Yeah. It might have gone yeah. to, like, just some sort of back-end admin thing that's never looked at. It's not a real inbox. <gasps> it's just a...
2: Okay. What? Okay. I have had an auto reply. I got very excited because it was in German. Yeah. But I don't know that it's real. I don't it know might be it's German
1: angel. for the email address you have selected is not real. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> it. Let's type it. Let's, let's pop
2: it in a Google Translate and see. <laughs> Error delivering message to the following oh, recipients. Oh, wow, well, dear. Fechler bei der Nachricht tunzust. Well, exactly. Empfänger Older groupen, you
0: know. Mm-hmm. So, depending how desperate we get, we could um, try and apply for a job there with a fake CV. Yes, and go through the interview True.
2: process. I did notice if you Google them, it does say "own this business?" question mark, which I'm now clicking on.
1: <laughs> say yes. <laughs> That's how you claim it. I think. I think you own it now. Oh,
2: the listing has already been claimed, and it does say the listing has been verified by bf dot 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 at dot dot dot. So Google knows who it is but they won't <laughs> we're getting cl- guys we're getting closer is the dispute dot, dot, dot. dispute
1: could that be bernhard fadolf
2: <laughs> it could be it does say request access underneath might Ooh. i yes i will oh. oh yes please um okay i do have to give a lot of personal information <laughs> to request access and i don't think that will be good for me
0: no, the meat boys will come after you. Suggest uh. an
2: edit. Um su- change name or other details. I can suggest an edit. Uh category manufacturer. Can I search meat? <laughs> meat packer. Hey, we've got Okay, we can we can suggest an edit to the category. We've got meat dish restaurant, meat packer, meat processor, meat products or meat wholesaler.
0: Ooh. Surely it's in the realm of meaty product, isn't mm. it?
2: Yeah? Yeah. Meat products. Okay, send. That's my suggestion. There we Thanks go. for your feedback.
0: You're welcome. It's
2: my pleasure. Honestly,
0: we'll get there one day. I think we've at least we've made an impact with this. Well done, Ben. Really tried. Um,
2: not getting any success. If you know, if you know, Adolf, let us know. Yes, please. We want to talk yeah. to him. We just want, we to, want talk. to
0: hear about it. Just want to
1: talk to Adolf. We just we want, just want, to, want talk. to talk to Adolf. Just want
0: to talk. It's not in trouble.
1: We're just disappointed.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to Poddy It's the official VideoS podcast. 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 It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three R's, where everybody brings a thing along to, to talk about. about.
0: I'm Ben. I'm Peter, and I'm Mikey. How are we doing, guys? What's going on?
1: Very well, thank you.
0: Do I always say Mikey or Michael in my intro? I don't. Uh, I say no. Michael. You definitely
1: said Michael a lot. Don't know if.
0: You... Why, do I... Why did I suddenly just call myself Mikey? Why have I not been calling myself Mikey before?
1: I, I saw uh, quite an old video the other day, and we were talking. We were calling you MJ, which really goes oh, back. Oh, yeah, to... that's a long uh, one. Yeah. Until
2: you eventually told us, please don't call me that. That was just a nickname that was chosen by someone else. <laughs> it's not my
0: <laughs> i, I it, Well, it's nice to be known. It's nice to have people know Michael, who you you are, should be known by your name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. think he ever
1: said, please don't call me that. I think he just said that people are really, like going back to, you know, more of his childhood, people tended to call him Mikey. So then we we just... Started to do the same.
2: Oh, I remember it very differently. I thought oh. like <laughs> chairs were thrown and yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, it was sake, brutal. Stop, stop calling <laughs> me MJ. That's not my name. Yeah. Do you have
0: any idea what those two letters mean? <laughs> you, some vicious swear words. I'm sorry about that. It was a pretty rough start to idiots, but we <gasps> you got through it. What MJ? Guess what?
2: <laughs> Your edit to Feldhoy's Fun Foods <gasps> GmbH has been accepted. What? what? <laughs>
0: They're officially meat
2: products company now. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Who the
1: hell approved that?
0: This is Google vandalism.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to... Yeah, look, it's just got a line through manufacturer. And it says meat products underneath it now. Oh, no, I feel like I'm in trouble now.
1: They're going to track you down. But at least if you get legally served, you'll have a, co- a contact email.
2: Yes. There we go. That's there the thing. If go. they sue me... <laughs> I have to meet Bernhard legally.
1: I have legally, to meet him. I think that's how <laughs> you it should works. Should
0: have replied to our email. Category crossed get.
1: out manufacturer meat <laughs> products. So sorry that the category of their in of their business is they are no longer a manufacturer. They are a meat product. Is that yeah, what that legally,
2: means? according to Google, they are now
1: meat products. Wow, <laughs> this is amazing. We did that. I love that it's crossed out. <laughs> it's like, no, we've checked. redundant, and not that. <laughs> mm.
0: Oh wow! That's a
2: that's a meat products right there. You look at that that's and tell me that's absolute... not a meat product
1: Yeah.
0: Oh god. Sorry, Mikey. You were saying. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I just talk about my angry tirade to the, the name MJ. <laughs> but it's it's been, overhauled. It's been struck off and replaced with meat products. Just a line through. Be it. Happier. It said MJ, there was a line through it, and then it said Mikey. <laughs> yes. I submitted a request on Google to be called Mikey, and that's where we, that's Michael where we got products. <laughs> Michael products. <laughs> Michael I believe sake. you
1: were saying, Ben, actually, uh, that, you know, you're Ben, I'm Peter, and he's Mikey, and then you go from there, typically.
2: Yes. The place we go to next is to suggest that if people have enjoyed the absolute codswallop they've listened to over the last 10 minutes... Mm. that they can support us financially by going to streamlabs.com forward slash donations, where for three pounds or more, you can get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and join Pod Squad for this given week slash episode or the next episode, I should say, after you donate. Uh, please be aware that we do, you know, sometimes record episodes early. You know, we mm. don't record it on the day it goes out. So if you miss out, you will be on the next one. I promise. That's just how time works, okay?
1: Yeah. Good.
2: Yeah. Mikey's got the first platoon.
1: Platoon, isn't that right? Spl- platoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first platoon. Regiment.
0: We start with Adolf, who says, "Please, guys, leave me out of it. Leave my email alone." Sorry, Adolf. We'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll leave you out of it. No crows here, cyber slum. A regretful one-night minge. Oh, <laughs> oh. no. Do, oh god does asparagus make cum smell oh, mm. oh mm. Stephen Scodes Scodes Scodes, Scodes, Scodes Stephen Scodes there we go just just put a strike through that previous attempt <laughs> we're in trouble, Tubs. is that good? did I do it right? we're in trouble, Tubbs oh that's it Sorry, was a bit more jazzy yeah I'm butchering everything here I do apologize <laughs> you're doing great crab walking jingle slap <laughs> Benji noise to end discussions and a very generous one vowel from She-Ra who says Hi all an overdue payment to support this continually excellent podcast Hope you and the rest of the Walrus Clan are keeping safe and well Thank you Thank you Thank very you. much Thank you Tickle my platypus Donna C07 Osama been watching horse dance <laughs> 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 Big fan of that Keith Shagwin R.I.P. Uh... Ben Potter is daddy. Oh. Uh, your lovely voices have kept me sane for you. Sorry, that was a very generous Ben Potter is daddy. And they say, your lovely voices have kept me sane for years. Now this lockdown, I've gone back and listened to every episode of podiots again, and it has massively helped my mental health. I hope you're all okay. And Mikey, I hope that the ferrets are all good. Thank you very much. And the, 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 we had a wobbly with one of them, but they're yeah. fine now. Yeah. all good. the, Dyatlov, oh, God, Di- <laughs> Diet love Past Truther, mm. and Mr. Black. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Uh, we move on to the, the Tiny Regiment uh, featuring. <laughs> Dead Kevin's Massive Knob, Chav Chav Ramirez, Peter's Frosty Wasp Queen, <laughs> uh, Specky Becky, the very generous Samuel de Quiz Master Barber, who was very generous, and said, to answer last week's question, microwave drug test evasion, Water Sports Williams used to pass drug tests, Episode 8, The Wizernator, which is a deep cut into Podiots. Yes, I, I, We saw this message before we started recording, and that goes back a long way. Um, the, it took the,
0: ten minutes of research to, yeah, <laughs> to get the message. Get
1: it. The message continues, this week's puzzle disappointing clammy balls <laughs> by the way ben more kickstarters question mark your second most frequent series after not the onion oh, oh we've got an expert here on podiums yeah
2: i think is. samuel Debarber is the keeper of the spreadsheet right
1: of course yeah. i'm not personally aware of disappointing clammy balls uh, or not not by memory anyway <laughs> uh, the regiment continues it's a tough one. lord Brotovich, regular prostate exam Awesome fox sixty eleven gooey bug spittoon Freddie Weber Doose moose sex weird one uh, Prince Beefcakes brother Voodoo Meatface four twenty uh, reggae reggae horse It <laughs> was very generous and said a horse walks into a bar the bartender says hey the horse says you read my mind uh, very good thank you. also uh. Beng is peng, and... Uh.
2: <laughs> that's a noble impression.
1: Yeah, that's what it
2: says. Uh, uh. We've got one final platoon. This is the mm. fast platoon. Mm. And in this one is... Chegger, Cheggers... Hang on. Cheggers Ickle Chicklet. Oh. There is camel case there, to be fair, but the eye is, is tricky to read in this one. confusing, because it looks like an owl. Yeah. Finn Chegwin, Dilla Killer Thriller. Good luck reading this, boys. Oh god you... <laughs> well Roy Hodgson is not an owl. Alan Claw, Mr. Macca, I Come in the Land Down Under, 50 P shaped Rectum Wound. Oh god. Enu <laughs> Bean or Enu Bean. Emily Lemons, Big Titty Jesus 42, Joey JoJo Jr. Shabadoo. Big t- is Jesus 42 heard. again. We didn't start the pod squad with an extremely generous 60-10, 60-10 donation. Well, boys, we made it. I'm sure this is what we were all aiming for all the way back in episode one. And although things have changed since then, we all made it to the holy episode together. Well done, guys. Thank you.
0: And finally, <laughs> you.
2: Finn Dillamand. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> that is your pod squad for this week. A reminder, streamlabs.com forward slash donations Three pounds or more and you can join the pod squad enjoyed it
1: Have yeah. we done a dave
2: yeah the dave's gone
1: okay just checking we got a dave
2: we've got um we've got an alamy stock photo of dave this week on twitter oh
1: wow look at that with the watermarks yes yeah, good isn't it <laughs> big fan it's a good one
2: it looks like an older photo of dave
1: well i'm immediately going to add to the thread the crossed out meat product <laughs> this is potentially image.
2: incriminating but let's do it <laughs> let's lean into it
1: it, it has I mean, to go. this whole episode's incriminating. Nobody,
2: nobody <laughs> go to their website and use their contact form and dob on us, okay? Oh, no. God, please. Don't tell the
1: teacher. <laughs> Don't be like is that. Is it fraud? Did you commit fraud just then? No, they pretending... didn't.
2: They did not ask me to, like, I didn't have to click any boxes saying that I, I legally confirmed. It was a suggestion. It's right. like, You can suggest right. an edit. And immediately Google said, yes, that is true. They are a meat product.
1: Yeah, thanks for pointing it out to us, because we thought they were just a manufacturer. They're clearly
0: not a manufacturer, are they? So No. We've been evading taxes all this time with incorrect categorisation. Oh, you imagine if we
2: sunk Feldhoy's,
1: the Feldhoy's
0: <laughs> group? <laughs> Serves them right for not replying. Yeah,
1: really. All they had to do was send
0: us our meat face. That's all we yeah. wanted.
1: One slice. That's all we wanted. Just
0: in a bag. So Podiots will be a named feared in the meat manufacturing world if you get an email from them, from us. Uh. Better apply. You better be we will that
2: destroy st- you. We will sink your business into the ground.
0: <laughs> no mercy.
2: Question one this week comes from Robert Mansell at underscore Rob underscore Mansell underscore on Twitter. Okay, lads, I'm paying for a dream holiday for you and a plus one each. Fantasy post-pandemic world. It says in parentheses. Where are you going? Oh. Keep up the good, hard, sweaty work. Lots of love. Rob Mansell slash Titanium Night
1: 1990. Ooh. Greaty. Oh, that's
0: that's, that's i don't want to think about it too much because i get sad about the fact that i've not left this out <laughs> in so long um oh shenzhen shen, shen oh god jesus christ michael learn to speak shenzhen china Ooh. i think would be absolutely amazing mm. what's there um it's basically like the electronics manufact- well not manufacturing but like the electronics capital of the world and wow. it's just like this it's kind of like it's it's just like a mecca of just all the weird stuff you find like literal malls filled with one particular kind of item and just sellers selling nothing but like very specific little items it just sounds so cool it looks it's very futuristic and weird very much like a like a real life cyberpunky place mm, nice yeah. it sounds quite fun is that that's the one good. from viral
2: youtube videos where the man goes and builds his own iphone
0: absolutely that's the, that's yeah, where i learned I about place. it i've seen that place yeah. It looks so fun. I want to build an iPhone. and I would also love for you to build an iPhone. <laughs> uh, that'll come out on the video. channel in a couple of months when I rip my hair out in the process. Real footage. I exploded an iPhone and lost a finger with
2: like a crying, <laughs> smiling face emoji. <laughs> yeah, not clickbait. Not clickbait.
0: Gone sexual. <laughs> what about you, Peter? Where would you go?
1: Uh, I think I w- it's a bit of a cliche, but I would really like to do a huge road trip around uh, the states somewhere, mm-hmm. like either in a really nice car, and maybe just stopping at like hotels and motels and stuff, or in some kind of you know RV motorhome kind of thing. The really um, sort of uh, motorhome porn ones you see on, like, Reddit or Imgur or whatever, where someone's completely ripped out, you know, an old, like, RV or, like, an old ambulance or an old fire engine or something, and they've turned it into this amazing bespoke thing.
0: Um, and you they've know. got a PS2 in the headrest. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, all the End amenities. Whole, a chocolate you know. fountain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with che- Like, a cheese fountain. Have you seen that video of the, the guy who, like...
2: Yeah, with the wrong cheese in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the first one goes wrong, and then I think he, there's another video where he makes it work. But, yeah, the first one is not good. So, yeah, I think that's what i do. I mean, to be more specific, I guess. There's places in America that I've I've, I've, I've done... Uh, I've been fortunate enough to do two trips to America. Um, once when I was about 13, and then one a bit more recently. Um, and there's places I'd love to go back to. I'd love to do more of um, New York City. Um, mm. Like, I've, I've been to Manhattan, but there's, like, other parts of new york that i'd like to see um i went to new orleans which was amazing like a really cool place with it, like very much its own identity um and i'd like to maybe do like more of the west coast as well um so yeah I, just i could i could drive around the whole country to be honest and uh, enjoy all of its all of its gifts
0: mm. um, america is a little bit a little bit like a gift basket filled with 52 individual countries, isn't it? Yeah, it is a
1: little bit. Um, <gasps> and I like—I do like holidaying um, to go to places that are culture- <laughs> culturally very different to uh, the UK. Um, but equally, I think it's nice sometimes to go to a place where, you know, everyone speaks English. And you can go around and just meet lots and lots of people and actually be able to have a conversation with them about, like, you know... What what they do and you know like th- the differences between you and them and you so know, what is know. it that
0: you do so what do you do then yeah um I, I remember going to San Diego and I was just in the queue in a supermarket and an American just started a conversation with me and I was terrified oh, off leave me alone <laughs> do you not know how this works he's <laughs> sitting silence facing ahead how about you Ben I think I know oh do you. I have a
1: feeling you might say Japan.
2: Oh, well, see, that's the thing. I was about to say, there's lots of places I would love to go on holiday. But in the in the fantasy post-pandemic world that mm. is suggested and pitched by by Rob here, part of me just wants to sit on a beach and drink beer. Oh, for oh, sure. That, that sounds oh, really nice, and too. Like not really do anything, you know? Yeah, I kind of want to yeah. do do this, but where it's not here, you know? Just be away from here for a bit. I have never really considered myself the kind of person that really likes that sort of holiday. But then I went on a very brief holiday in 2019 over my birthday for like three or four days with my friend Ben. And we went to a place, an island, one of them Spanish ones. I don't remember which one it was, but... (laughs) It was in the same time zone as here. So it was probably off the coast of Africa somewhere. One of one of them ones? One of them ones? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was sunny and beautiful. And there was a really cheap bar right next to the beach where you could get, you know, pints of mystery Spanish lager <laughs> and just sit there and drink it in the sun. And it was amazing. And the hotel was super comfortable. And it was all inclusive as well. So you could just eat from a buffet. Whoa. it was really nice i'd l- i want to do that sound nice that's what i want to do and then go to we, japan when i'm you know when i'm
0: ready <laughs> just have a recovery like period yeah i we, we've been watching um Benidorm, the tv series yeah. right? and i'm I sure that's supposed to you know make fun of the british holiday goes and kind of show how how dire it is what the british have done to it mm-hmm. and we're just sat there watching going this actually seems like a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> so nice. absolutely go to Benidorm.
1: just to go like buy a buy a swimming pool in an all-inclusive hotel yeah Just, imagine the
2: yeah. luxury of being able to get a uh
0: a sunburn
2: you know
1: yeah <laughs> god what uh, a treat
0: spending more than an hour outside a week un- un- unimaginable
2: <laughs> it is kind
1: of unimaginable
0: but yeah that's where we'd all go if we could
2: <laughs> let's move yeah. on to a thing who has one who wants to do it
1: well, we've all got one, Ben. It's the point of the podcast.
0: <laughs> I'll go. Go on, Ben. So, last episode, when we were in the depths of the UFO alien alien talk, uh, I briefly mentioned uh, 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 an, like an underground alien base, like the Dulce underground alien base, and I thought it'd be fun to do a little bit more of a dig and a dive on that, because it is quite a fun little story. Fantastic um i want i want my boys this is all serious factual information okay, okay. i want you I want you to treat it as such should we take this notes not, you take notes yes it's It's all very important this is this is undeniable proof of aliens on earth
1: okay. is it off of the internet is that why it's true
0: yes it's off i i'll the the, the source i had um it turns out I think the government are wiping the internet of this because it, oh. there's very little writing about it. No, oh God. But look, luckily, I did find a website called the Burl... Um, sorry, just burlingtonnews.com, which is um, peak conspiracy theorist web design encapsulated. And you know you can trust the website because the person who runs it also has a YouTube channel that features videos titled Why Can't I See Bigfoot? and an 80-minute <sighs> video titled Learning How to Be Psychic. Oh, oh, so wow. this sounds like a person I can trust.
1: Yeah, if it's from, <laughs> I mean, anything on the internet, I believe anyway, but especially a news, if it says news in the website, I'm i am all aboard. So go for it. Tell us all this truth.
0: So this is, um, the, the man at the heart of this tale is Phil Schneider. Um, finding information about this is bloody difficult because it's, either in books he wrote or it's in talks he did i'm not going to look through hours and hours and hours of an alien man talk about definitely true alien things so i did the best with what i could find i think i've, I've put together a good little summary it's either so, in
1: books he wrote talks he did or smayed in shit on the wall of his cell
0: <laughs> essentially yes <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, for context, Phil Schneider was an engineer who worked as a geological and structural engineer. So he was actually very highly educated and trained. So add more credence to this boy mm-hmm. He says his father was originally a German U-boat captain who was captured by the U.S. military and was put to work on several highly secret U.S. military projects. And these are secrets he held until the very last moments at his deathbed where he spilled the truth to his son Uh, among the secrets was the claim that he invented a high speed a high speed camera that took pictures of the first atomic bomb tests in bikini island in 1946 sounds plausible Mm. um and phil himself elaborates and this is a direct quote i have original photos of that test the photos show UFOs fleeing the bomb site at a high rate of speed. Bikini Island, at the time, was infested with them.
2: Whoa, infested like,
0: like a parasite.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: ridden.
0: A, a Bikini Island, maybe that's like Benidorm for aliens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe they love it. <laughs> there's, a, there's three aliens somewhere right now going. Oh no! It's I know it's a bit of a a comedy program, but wouldn't you love to go back to Bikini Island? Like you know, it would actually be really nice post lockdown,
0: <laughs> post alien COVID. Yeah. Oh, hopefully we'll see them again soon. Uh, later in life, Phil became known as a whistleblower on deep, deep underground military bases, or DUMBs as they're known. Dumb, that's not just right. thinking that I'm made seems up that is't that's genuinely what they're called okay <laughs> or known as at least Phil explains that the US military has a quote-unquote black budget which consumes about 1.25 trillion dollars per year and this is in 1990s money as well so that's you can only imagine how much to spend wow. now and part of that money is used to build interconnected deep underground military bases and and states that they are as of 1990, 129 of these bases in the United States, some of which have been in use since the 1940s. There's, there's a bit of truth to this. I mean, there is definitely underground bases. I mean, yeah. the, the one at the centre of this, Dulce, is in fact a genuine real military base. But I, I, there's definitely aliens in them. I'm just stop thinking there's not aliens, okay? Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there are loads of them. In 1954, the federal government formed a treaty with alien entities, The 1954 Griada Treaty, which essentially meant that aliens could take a few cows and test their implanting techniques on a handful of humans if they wished. This is backed up by cases of mutilated cows in the surrounding area of Dulce, but slowly the aliens started altering the bargain until they decided they wouldn't abide by the restrictions at all. (sighs) And they just kind of went crazy and started abducting and implanting people left, right and centre, which is very naughty. Phil was involved in building an addition to a deep underground military base at Dulce. The base itself does indeed exist, as I said earlier, and his work was to test rock samples and advise on what explosives to use to clear out the rock. And as the team started drilling, a terrible smell that was similar to burning garbage emerged from one of the holes. The smell was in fact coming from an artificial cavern that they had accidentally drilled into. Oh my god. Ooh, spooky. As Phil was lowered down into the hall to investigate and found himself inside a large cavern, he was greeted by, in his words, a seven-foot-tall, stinky, grey alien, <laughs> <laughs> which is rude, quite frankly. Yeah. Don't need, like brandish words like that. So in response, Phil did the responsible thing and he heroically whipped out his pistol mm-hmm. because engineers carry pistols. Yep, yep. Wait, is that yeah, <laughs> well, everyone, everyone, everyone—the mum's packing around here—and so he, he unleashed fire on the stinky grey alien. No. And in retaliation to this, more aliens appeared. Well, yeah, and right. Obviously, yeah, gotta got get back up. Someone comes my at you. boy! What have they done to Steve? Jesus. So more aliens appeared, and an alien blew off some of Phil's fingers with a kind of laser blaster. And Phil was indeed actually missing a few fingers. So A kind hard. of laser
2: blaster. I would love to know the true story behind how he lost those fingers and why he needed <laughs> to make up a story about aliens <laughs> shooting them off oh, that was somehow better.
1: He lost them in a sex game with a prostitute and he had to tell his wife, oh, well, no, what happened? Aliens. Was... Oh, it was
2: aliens.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, you know, me always out alien blasting. God. Phil was saved by a green beret who allegedly gave his life to protect him. Um, this relatively small scuffle evolved into an all-out battle which led to the death of 60 soldiers and scientists. And Phil, of course, was one of the three people to survive. Yes, um, There's not much other information about the other two people. He, st- he states that they had been sent into hiding and weren't allowed to discuss the matters. I'm not sure why Phil got the honour of... Uh, no, it's real, it's real. Yeah, this is all weird. <laughs> all real after the incident phil began sharing his story in print and at various ufo conventions until his death in 1996 the mythology had developed into an incredibly complex degree during this time involving a war between gray and reptilian alien races tales of thousands of aliens being held in this underground base like basically this was the the seed for more truth to be unearthed right uh, Thomas Costello was one of the people who helped you know develop this true story. um who he he was a security guard at the base at the time, and he himself had direct contact with the alien and human captives that were held in this in this underground base. He told stories of underground caves occupied for centuries by reptoids, caves that were taken over by the RAND Corporation for use by the New World Order to create biological weapons, fleets of alien ships stored at Los Alamos, human-alien hybrid cloning, and his arguments with a cranky reptoid leader named Karshfasht. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send that in text. Okay. I think I did it justice oh
1: yeah cash
0: it's a powerful name that's now um,
1: that's what a child says when a car
2: goes past yeah cash <laughs> <Koshfashed. Koshfashed. laughs> snacks child says. it might be the same one yeah
0: <laughs> so I'm about to share something very top secret and we can't share out this room and if it, if it somehow ends up on Twitter well it on your head be it but this is a highly accurate map Whoa. of the underground base. <laughs> So you can see it's. I'll describe it.
1: Done using clip art.
0: <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. So it starts at the top, the ground level, which is you know agricultural premises and just general outdoorsy stuff. Um, it's okay, all the front for the dark, dark depths beneath. And um, at the top, there's a big, there's a big tunnel, and it's labelled UFO entrance. Mm-hmm. And there's a handy little diagram of a, a spaceship floating down into the depths, and. So it's all connected by this middle shaft, which is essentially an elevator um to help people get around this top secret base. Yeah. So the top floor there's seven floors in total. The top top few floors are pretty uninteresting. It's stuff like security communications, human staff housing, executives and labs. It's it's just, you know, the the, 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 the administration side of running a secret centuries old underground base. Yeah. And then we go down to level four. This is where it starts getting interesting. Level 4 is home to the mind control experiments. Wow. That's crazy. Don't know what else to say about that to be honest. That's just where they happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where the, the mind control experiments yeah, it's live. It's got to
1: happen somewhere. I mean, yeah. Level 4 is as good as any.
0: And you know, that deep underground, that's that's where you get less interference, makes it yeah. easier. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um beneath that Level five, you've got alien housing. So that's obviously where all the aliens are living, causing um, those...
1: major interference to the floor above during the mind control <laughs>
0: experiment. And they also all signed a treaty agreeing not to interfere, not to
1: think while well, there's an experiment going on.
0: <laughs> I just did a reverse Google image search for that
2: schematic slash map. Yeah, and it's taken me to a GoFundMe page for uh, oh. by Ryan Four Prime Minister, just with an R on the end uh ryan for prime minister close underground military bases and then he's <laughs> is that his campaign yeah and he <laughs> he types in all caps we all know human cloning is and then lower caps fictional does not eggs hissed, <laughs> i will close down all underground military bases send your donation to and then there's an email address guess how much he wants
0: He's going to need at least 10 grand for that.
2: No, a bit more than
1: that. I mean, it's a oh. trillion a year goes into keeping it going, right? So... Um...
2: He wants 90 million US <laughs> slash maybe Canadian dollars. <laughs> right, okay. And then there's just a photo of this in here. It's just, there's no context at all. So that alien map is in there.
1: Oh, wow. wow. That's how I'm he gets gonna... past the the artificial intelligence that scours the internet for anyone saying that it's true. Well, oh wow! There's a the video of him in
2: there. No sign of intelligence
0: here. What's this? This is, is this him? Ryan. This is him talking about. Hold on! What is he talking about? What is yeah. It is... Oh, he's got several videos. One of them is um donate to his his campaign. Oh, he addresses, he email addresses address Washington. Oh,
1: Ben, have you considered? Have you considered sending him an email asking for a slice of customised ham? I
2: I don't want to I don't want to interact with this man. No, much. probably not. <laughs> he streamed it live on this on the 30th of September. It's got two views. I think that's us. Well, sorry, sorry about that.
0: No, that's what I'm. I'm, I'm going to save this video Ryan for later. This sounds Just very interesting. Share Ryan with you very quickly.
1: So we've got alien housing on level five.
0: I wish there was more details about what these these levels look like. Um, I imagine in his speech in his speeches he goes into great detail about it, but I don't feel like bashing my head against a table for ten hours. Yeah. But let's just imagine it's a lovely hotel resort, it's much like benedorm it's all inclusive. The aliens having a great time Swimming just to help pools, keep them keep them happy. Yeah, little
1: fake palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: lovely. Um beneath that we start then, to enter the genetic experiment realm on floor oh six. Oh. Where the most deprived things happen. Ooh, spooky and the last last um lowest level is the cryogenic storage level where i think from what i could gather is where they store like old um like hybrids of aliens and humans and like decades old aliens and it's basically like a like a living library of aliens hoping to emerge again someday yeah and of course this is off to the side we've got an underground shuttle to los alamos because i think um yeah every the thi- no, the fact is that all of these bases are connected by like um like magnetic rail trains. It's like it just poof, speeds across the country so you can transport your aliens around without ever having to take them above air, except for when they enter the big tube. That's the why top. they call it
1: kaj fasht.
0: Nay, hey, very good. <laughs> so th- that's that's the that's pretty much all I've got. <laughs> well that I
1: mean that's more than I Ever expected? You know, That's a lot of evidence there. there I is. mean, it's it's
0: stunning. I mean, this this schematic, not not a drawing, is just evidence, in it's itself, itself. If you Google schematic Dulce Base, you'll you'll see what we're talking about. I'm Are you sure, sure it's, it's, it's in not a
2: photo because it looks very real.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is like those mountains. I I feel like I've seen those mountains before in real life. Yeah, can't fake those. Can't draw that. No. So yeah, th- th- there you go. That is. <laughs> A brief overview of the Dolce War and the Dolce Base. I hope one day we can all take a trip out there when it's safe. No, I I track my Shenzhen thing. I'm going to go to Dolce. Yeah, that's our <laughs> holiday. We'll all go together. <laughs> I'm going to jump down the UFO entrance.
2: Amazing. Well, I'll see you there.
0: We'll all go together. Thank you, Mikey. That's all right. Let's all Naruto way. Naruto run our way to alien happiness. Let's,
2: can't, yeah. can't stop all of us.
0: Maybe Dick Machinko will be there again. Oh, fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll get him on our team. He'd be the best. He would be he, There, he won't get any fingers blown off by no damn aliens. No. no. He can kill aliens with his mind, probably. He can. No, <laughs> Absolutely. This next question comes
2: from the overthinker at Spectre01 on Twitter. Mundane, shitty design, an inconvenient truth. What salts your apples the most? Offenders may include flimsy paper lids, misaligned furniture screws, and paper straws that turn to
0: mush after one sip. Oh, so this is about badly designed products or household items or just do-to-do things. Which... Yeah, essentially, things that are just
2: crap and cheap and rubbish. Um... I do hate with flat-pack furniture when the pilot holes for the screws are either in the wrong place
1: or mm. they
0: don't fit properly.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that happens more often than it should.
0: And you just end up kind of like bashing it in there and it works, mm. but you slightly less have less faith in the structure of the... The furniture you just put together. It's yeah. terrible. It's always the naughtiest wood as well.
2: And it just squeak. You know that squeak that it does? The yeah. wood squeak. The wood squeak when you try and get a screw into one of those stupid holes that they've drilled in it with, in a factory. It's not a squeak, just... it's a scream
0: <laughs> in pain. Yeah, it's a very sad Fair piece not. of wood.
2: <laughs> Additionally, yeah. how hard and why have we not reached the point yet where... If I buy a cheeseburger that's wrapped in paper,
0: why does all the cheese stick to it? Yeah, what the hell, McDonald's get invest in some hydrophobic paper? You, what is that you, about?
2: You... you know, but it even happens at like five guys and they wrap it up in the special aluminium foil stuff. Yeah. And you open it and all the chidge is just like it's most of it stays on the packaging.
0: Do you do you lick the cheese off the packaging or do you leave it there out of just horror depends how upset i am really
2: a lot of times i'll go after it you know i'll like when no one's looking in (laughs) private i'll just take a bite of it and Mm. sort of rip it off but i'm not happy about the paper no not the well again depends how mad i am how hungry you are (laughs) yeah you know if my um nutritional needs haven't been met for the day perhaps i do take a chump of some nice shiny shiny packaging
0: this isn't an issue with fridges on the whole, but it's an issue I face quite often. And, and Well, it's it's, a, it's an issue that could probably be fixed with an expensive fridge, but can we please have a fridge that closes the door automatically after it's been open for half an hour? Just <laughs> earlier today, I accidentally left the freezer open. Now there's water dripping all over the oh, floor. Oh, no. And... <laughs> Why did that have to happen? That's terrible. Uh, I'm going to look into fridges. How uh, Auto-closing fridge. Do you want to guess how thing, much it'll right? cost? Maybe you could make your own
2: with one of those you know, those automatic door closers, the massive things that are above the doors, like <laughs> yeah. schools and stuff, and you could just screw it on.
1: It'd be really hard to open your fridge
2: then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it turns out there's an easier way. Um, I found a Reddit post that just says, tilt your fridge slightly back. <laughs> so that... What a, a genius d- solution. Yeah. <laughs> so that all your food will fall to... <laughs>
1: You can get fridges um, with alarms on them so they will go off if the door's been open for too long. Yeah, it's I've probably had not fridges so expensive. Beeped at me before.
0: Yeah. Oh, I we went for the cheapest fridge we could find on Facebook Marketplace so Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't have one, but you know <laughs> no, they exist. I've been dealing with the sealant uh, falling out of my fridge for
2: about 7 8 months now. So Wait, lining what do you mean the, the sealant. Door? Yeah, it's oh. like um i'm struggling to describe it. it's like a rubber strip that runs along the inside when you open the door it's on like the far right and it's it peeled off like it just wilted (laughs) like a terrible flower and every time like i've had that happen a few times now where i've tried to shut the fridge door and it's just hit that and i didn't know and then sometimes you'll open it and it will like unfold like a cheese string and slap you in the (laughs) face when you open the door
0: (laughs) i've got a life hack for that ben just yeah. lay the fridge on its back. Oh god, it it. A... Oh, right. Gravity won't affect it anymore. Just don't have a fridge. Have you tried not having a fridge? Yeah.
1: Just <laughs> stop. Have you considered never having been born in the first place? Oh man, mm. I think
2: a lot of us would have taken <laughs> <laughs> taken that option. I'm joking. I I am joking.
1: Yeah. Um I I mean not to I, I hate to just use one that was in the question, but I hate paper straws that just sog on you i mean i don't (laughs) i I really hate plastic straws because i've seen videos of them like inside turtles nostrils and stuff which is not nice so i don't use either but like i would rather not have a straw at all than have one of those stripy paper ones because they do not last and
0: uh... i remember once getting a, a milkshake from mcdonald's a while back and i had a paper straw and just beyond the usual floppiness of a paper straw, it was just functionally useless. I literally could not suck up the milkshake no matter yeah. how hard I tried. So I ended up having to like just pour it into my mouth like some kind of monster.
1: <laughs> um, I'm trying. To, I feel like there's something like on the tip of my tongue, like. An item that i hate because it's always crap and they've not perfected it but i can't think what it is mm-hmm. and i know it's like the kind of thing i'll remember when i you know when we stop recording but
0: <laughs> when you go downstairs and you go, ah, out there you are <laughs>
1: yeah i'll use the thing <laughs> and i'll be like fuck that's the one um, <laughs> oh
0: oh cafetiers are the bane of my existence i know there's like easier better ways of making coffee but Cleaning cafetiers is the bane of my life because you've got all these coffee grounds and if you put them down the sink, it's going gonna, it's gonna to clog up your drain and you put, you put them in the bin's effort. I mean, you should be putting them in the compost bin, but that's outside. <laughs> and then just little bits of coffee stick to the inside and you've got to spend like three minutes cleaning it. It's just, I want a self-cleaning coffee, coffee cafetier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> that's, that'd be that's very, not... very nice. I can't
2: relate at all, but it sounds like a real problem.
0: It's it's, 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 it's it's kind of a self-inflicted problem because I'll make a coffee and then I'll be like, I can't be really bothered to clean that. I'll leave that. And then I come back later in the day for another cup of coffee. I'm like, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, for fuck's the, sake. It's dirty. Well, how's this happened? Now I've got to clean it. Who did just... this? <laughs> Tell me, which one have you... I'm the same,
2: Peter. I came up with an idea earlier when I was getting these questions, and I thought that's perfect. That's like that's one that really annoys me. And then it came time to do it, and all I could think of was, "Why does the cheese not come off the paper?"
1: Yeah, I don't really like. I find that most salt grinders are crap. Like you just get giant salt crystals on your chips, and you bite your chip, and then it just. You, it's like it's like chewing sand, you know. I don't want to yeah. crunch salt. I want to just taste it. Um, so they're normally pretty pretty rubber. I've never really had a good one. I'd rather just buy table salt and and get a pinch of it out of the top and sprinkle it on my on my chips than use a grinder.
2: I feel like we got more and more sort of picky. Yeah, as that conversation <laughs> went on, you know, doors they squeak sometimes, don't they? Fucking doors. I hate Stairs? that my
1: bed isn't downstairs in the living room all the time, you know? Why is Just, that?
0: Yeah. I hate what that I've got to go to the bathroom when I want to do a poo. God, <laughs> someone should get on that. You've got you've got those those special pants though.
1: Shreddies. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you can poo that's in what those,
0: for, can't, right? you yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. I'll send them an email just to clarify. Make sure. Yeah, you, <laughs> you should. should
1: send them a really angry email. As they like? <laughs> like you've photos what
0: the fuck?
2: as well. <laughs> yeah. I was just in a really important business meeting. <laughs>
0: Now the carbon's all clogged. This is, I want a refund. This is ridiculous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should. Let us know how you get on with that. I have a contact
1: yeah. email, though, if you want it. <laughs> no,
2: um, please do send that. Okay, let's move on. Peter, what is your thing for this week?
1: Uh, I've got a thing that was actually sent to me, um, and it was sent privately to me, which was the right... It's the right way to do it, really, that, so that the guys, you know, whoever, whichever the other two of us is, they have not heard it, so that's good. Um, although you may have just read it, Just uh, by chance. But here we go. It's according to The Guardian. um, And it was sent by David at Dalek Platypus, who is an active member of the triple jump community. And uh, I'm sure we do. We know that one. Um, Texas, sorry, after mistakenly sending emergency alert for cursed Chucky doll. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Officials apologize for test malfunction after message asking citizens to keep an eye out for film villain was sent three times. (laughs) So this is one of those mobile alert things that they do, I think, a bit more in America than in the UK. I think they do do them here as well. But um, here we go. The Texas Public Safety Department raised a few eyebrows in the Lone Star State by reportedly sending out an emergency alert asking its citizens to keep an eye out for Chucky, the evil-possessed doll from the horror movie series Child's Play, whom it said was a suspect in a kidnapping. The message went out all over the state's Amber Alert system, which is blasted to people's (laughs) mobile phones, usually to help find a missing child. It was sent three times. It, was, uh, it described the suspect as being called Chucky and listed him as a 28-year-old with red hair, blue eyes, standing at three foot one inches tall and weighing 16 pounds. He was said to be wearing blue denim overalls with a multicoloured striped long-sleeve shirt and carrying a large knife. Wow. Uh, his race... His race was listed as other, colon, doll. (laughs) Oh, for God's (laughs) sake. Um, In the movies, which debuted in 1988, Chucky is a child's toy possessed by the spirit of a dead serial killer who murders numerous people. Faced with numerous media inquiries as to why an alert was being sent hunting for a cartoonish villain from a slasher movie series, the department issued a statement saying... This alert is a result of a test malfunction. We apologize for the confusion this may have caused and are diligently working to ensure this does not happen again. So that's it. Wow. It's short and sweet, but I love the idea that they sent out three alerts saying, hey guys, <laughs> Chucky's out there.
0: Chucky's coming. Keep an eye He's out. Yeah. I'm incredibly glad that the test alert which accidentally went out was for such a ridiculous thing because if it was an act like a believable thing yeah that that would heighten concern but instead no one's no one's gonna look out for a for a little doll and maybe that's that's the plan to get away with it
1: presumably like you know they were doing some back-end testing or something and someone was like oh let's just like put some filler information in there what should we do oh we'll do chucky it's just as well that they didn't like do something really, (laughs) like, tasteless. You know, like, something really sick.
0: Like, I mean, I I can't even
1: think of any, or I don't want to think of anything. But, like, thinking that it was only going to be internal, you know, you're right that either it could have been really terrifying if they'd just done a generic thing, like, serial killer on the loose, you know, his name's John Smith and he looks like this and he's in your area. That alone would be scary. But they definitely could have, like, you can imagine them, doing something that they thought was funny that's really not actually funny at all and it accidentally getting out there that, you know, I, I don't know what, but I think you can kind of get my, get the idea. Yeah. Oh, uh, it could man. have been really, really uh, a bad PR move.
0: I, it feels like these automated systems, I'm not going to say fail because it is human error. Like this happens quite often. I can't remember what, what, what exactly it was, but there was that story. I think it was like some, like maybe it was Hawaii sent out a message to yes. everyone in the country, like saying something like a meteor was coming towards the island. Is it like or... a nuclear strike or something? Yeah. Oh I yeah, was there's been nuclear
1: ones one. before saying, Yeah, like you need yeah. to find shelter immediately because missiles are coming.
0: Yeah, so like, like there was like a ten minute period where everyone just got this text and was like, Oh my god, this is the end. This is it. Yeah. Oh it's great th- when it works I th- I th- though. Oh, yeah, it's good. it's good to have it, but please, in turn, please be careful when you're testing.
1: If Chucky does ever go on the loose in Texas now, <laughs> no one's going to believe it. You know? It's, the boy, it's
0: just Bright them Wolf. knobheads playing around with the alert system again.
1: Yeah. Oh, God.
2: Imagine if it was true, though. <laughs> what would have happened?
1: That Yeah, someone found out, oh, my God, it's we don't know how it's happened, but he's real and he's coming for you. Quick, everyone, send an alert out on the mobile messaging system. That would have been three times.
2: That would have been. I mean, it would have. It would make for an interesting next Chucky film, I suppose. In that he's not just in one house or whatever. Everyone in Texas knows he's coming, (laughs) but nobody knows where.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, sorry. Did the article start? Texas apologizes.
1: Yeah, Texas apologizes.
0: The state of Texas.
1: (laughs) The state of Texas has apologized to all Texans for saying that (laughs) Chucky is going to come with a knife. And that his race is dull. Brilliant. Um, oh dear. God so. damn. Well, it's thank amazing. you, Peter. You're welcome. Thank for you for warning us. You're well. Yes. No, that's fine.
2: <laughs> this is your alert. Everyone at home, keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Next question comes from Ethan Stewart at Ethan underscore Stewie 98 on Twitter, who asks a bit of a basic question here, boys. But what was your favourite video you ever worked on? At what work- I mean, name redundant, minus the worst games ever, of course. Love you guys.
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh, minus oh, that is a fun server. one. Yeah. do you have a favourite video you worked on there, boys? Um,
1: I think either, um, I thought the ad that we did for What Culture Gaming was pretty good. Oh um, yeah, that was great. It was quite fun, just you know, a silly script with silly visual gags and stuff. Um, but if it was, I mean, I I even have a, like a couple of favourite lists like that I've embedded on my. Like on my website, just to show, you know, I've got stuff from like every every company I've worked at, and uh, in the tail end of of what culture, Mikey got assigned to edit a bunch of my voiceovers, which he I didn't really. I think you about have to... to say the
0: exact same videos I was about to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there were some really good ones. Like he, well, I mean, all of they were all really good, but like there was a, like a two part one where we did like even more later, which was. Uh, like horrible facts you wish you didn't know or something like that and it was stuff like how much percentage fecal matter is in office coffee mugs and uh you know like bull sharks can can adapt to fresh water and swim up rivers and you know things like that uh and it was it was very fun uh very well animated
0: yeah you're right that was like in the final month or so, like month or two, when it was like, yeah, things are we're, we're leaving soon, so I, d- I didn't shy away from spending days animating, you know, like cats eating off human faces, and yeah, that's going right. off in a rocket and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so I just went hog wild on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've still got like a playlist of every what culture video I worked on. Oh, have you? Uh, wow, so th- wow, maybe there's one or two missing, but it's it totals 105 videos, and yeah, they're and um, those like offbeat, kind of weird, weird fact ones are up there,
1: they're yeah, the best. A lot of fun. Jeez.
0: I think I did a
2: similar thing, actually, saving all the... I think I stopped after a while. I'm looking at the... I've still got the folder of favorites.
1: I saved the actual files, like the the render files um, for a time. And then, again, I sort of stopped after a while. I only saved the good ones after that.
2: (laughs) When is it? I'm still scrolling. It's been scrolling for a long time. We were chatting about Destiny 2. It's just... it's, Yeah, there's a lot. Uh seven most insane attempts to create a super soldier was the last one I bookmarked. We... I think I stopped after a while because it was just kinda of pointless, really.
1: There's a weird or... thing with um when What Culture Gaming got a quarter of a million subscribers, we did mm. you'd only just started there, Ben, I think. You'd only been like Yeah,
2: I a... hadn't been there that long.
1: Yeah. We did a, a like a live action skit video where we were trying to think of new show formats and stuff. And it opens with you sitting in the glass office, mm. and I burst in. I was going to mention this. The, so you're talking about the gif. In the meeting room. Yeah. So there's, a, so there's a gif of me bursting into a room and saying, Ben, great news. And for some reason, well, I know the, the initial reason this happened. There was someone, and I don't know his name, and I don't know if he's a, an actual fan of us or if it was, like, by chance, Um I think he thinks he looks like me, and I suppose he probably does. And he, for some reason, recreated the Ben Great News, like where, from the same angle, he bursts in through a door. So there was a GIF made of me doing it, then there was a GIF of him doing the same thing. Now I've found a third GIF of someone who has just copied me coming into a room saying Great News. It's really weird. (laughs) That's very Um, bizarre. I have to try and... maybe I'll put them in the thread um but That's yeah it, it's a strange one
2: i do remember that video though and i remember i remember that gif doing the rounds it's yeah. a good it's a bloody good gif it's
1: a good gif but yeah the gif that keeps on giving when hey. people are recreating it like that is it, it was a strange discovery
0: i just found what was absolutely my most um at least from the audience most hated edit i did oh <laughs> um the title is what game of thrones characters look like in the books so for oh. this i ha- i had to reconstruct um like representations of the characters using royalty free images from the internet which is that's bloody hard that's bullshit
2: what a, what a terrible edit to be put on
0: so i'll send an example of one of them um, i just kind of took the piss with it <laughs> in <laughs> um And you about to see an example there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that video has two million views, eleven thousand likes, and ten thousand dislikes. Oh, that's brilliant. Because they clicked so on brilliant.
1: it thinking that I bet the thumbnail was that image that someone made of Tyrion yep. with his nose cut off. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely that. So they were expecting like fully accurate <laughs> representation.
0: <laughs> they got the rainbow man with blue hair. <laughs> oh okay it's a bit, a bit, the comments actually seem to kind of be in on the job <laughs> when i saw the title i was pissed as i thought what culture have now really run out of original content but now as i'm watching i cannot stop laughing at how much of a piss take this is there we go <laughs> what culture running out of original content never, what was that never. like four years ago
2: <laughs> yeah oh, oh my goodness dear. uh the 250k video was my 27th video oh. according to the order i saved things and this this folder i have has 567 videos in it wow Wow! Uh, which is That's... more than w- one probably of each day i worked there um That's
0: impressive
2: the the video I'd, i think i'm most proud of that i did there was um what was it? it was it was the review i did for persona 5 when that came out i wrote and and recorded and edited that one and i thought it was a really good video mm-hmm. and it explained what the game was and people really liked it, and I thought it was a a, a great piece of, of reviewing content. And uh, I, I was very proud of that one. I liked that a lot. Some actual journalism from what culture... <laughs> Yeah, and then it got <laughs> shut down because reviews took too long to make. Remember that, oh, Peter? Yeah, but Reviews yeah, were shame. taking too much time away from recording, you know, lists. So we had to stop them and then they just became discussions. And then I don't know what they eventually went on to do. I'm sure I think they've got a lot more leeway now than we did. But um, yeah, we were told to stop. We had to fight to do them and then we were stop, told to stop. Stop mm-hmm. putting
0: this much work into our
2: content. Yeah, pretty much. It was great. Oh, dear. What is that? What have you sent there?
0: That's, I, wait, let me see who that actually is. Oh, I've, I've gone off the video now. We have to guess who that is. That's just... That's,
2: that's. Can you explain the constituent parts of that?
0: I don't... What's the name of the character at Dumbledore. the top? I, I, Dumbledore, that's it. <laughs> I was to say, I, I haven't Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> that's not right. So it's um, Dumbledore with chainmail armour, um, some gold rings around their arms holding an Ormac rifle, jean shorts... And short little stumpy legs.
1: At what point in Game of Thrones was there ever an automatic rifle?
0: Um, I took some liberties with the script, all right, Peter? Yeah, I yeah. guess so. <laughs> sure. You did. Very
2: oh. good stuff. Oh, wow, look at there, all the gifts. Yeah,
1: look at them all.
2: Well, yeah, that guy does look a bit like he you. He does. To be the fair. second
1: guy does look a bit like me, especially with low GIF quality. Um, so <laughs> that's the so third bizarre. guy looks nothing like me, but for some reason has also done his own version.
0: That is amazing. Isn't I it weird?
2: What... It's like early TikTok. Yeah. They're all Everyone wearing just red shoes. they doing as well. the same thing that you're doing. How weird. <laughs> it's so strange.
0: What
1: they're all in the uh, the Twitter thread for those who want to see.
0: Oh, <laughs> I like the middle guy he's not walking through the door because it's his closet by the looks of things yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is it is a closet oh dear
2: very weird okay it's time for my thing okay do you boys know about Eam no
1: you'll have to be more specific the
2: village of Eam
1: I do oh too well I know a bit about I don't know the full story
2: well you're not going to get it here Peter OK, because <laughs> while I did try to find a more credible article, the more credible articles understandingly, understandingly and yeah, understand, understandably mm-hmm. up, uh, were really long and very detailed. And I couldn't right, really be So we turn to the next best citation very much needed source that is Tumblr.
1: OK, heard, yes,
2: who's going to teach us all about the village of Eam spelled E-Y-A-M if people want to look it up. So here we go. I keep and this is written like someone who's on Tumblr, so bear with me. I keep hate reading plague literature from the medieval era, but as depressed as it makes me, there is always one historical tidbit that makes me feel a little bittersweet, and I like to revisit it. That's the story of the village of Eam. Would you like to see the village of Eames church? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Then you can imagine that you're there. There's the church. It looks like a church. Ooh, yeah, that's it's a got lovely graves, church.
1: Graves, it's got topiary. It's a church. I mean, I say topiary, it's got two bushes. It's got two bushes.
2: Eam today is a teeny tiny town of less than a thousand people It has barely grown since 1665 when its population was around 800. Where the story starts with Eam is that in August 1665, the village tailor and his assistant discovered that a bolt of cloth that they had bought from London was infested with rat fleas. A few days later, on the, on the 7th of September, the tailor's assistant, George Vickers, died from the plague. Back then, people didn't fully understand how disease spread, but they knew in a basic sense that it did spread and that the spread had something to do with the movement of people. So, two religious leaders in the town, Thomas Stanley and William Momperson, got together and came up with a... Pl-
0: you think something's funny? Uh, no, sorry, sorry, no, not at all. Just all right. William Momperson, Montem- Michael, that's his name. His name <laughs> is, is
1: William mumperson
2: <laughs> Mr Mumperson Mr Mompusson, yeah. Oh, yeah. And of course...
1: Son of William Momper...
2: His his male <laughs> child would be William Momperson's son.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I'll 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 not interject. Okay. Thomas Stanley
2: and William Momperson got together and came up with a plan. They would put the entire village of Eam under quarantine. And they did. For over a year nobody went in and nobody went out. They put up signs on the edge of town as warning and left money in vinegar-filled basins that people from out of town would leave food and supplies by. Mm. I'm scrolling past some photos. Over the 14 months that Eam was in quarantine, 260 out of the 800 residents died of plague. The death toll was high, the cost was great. However, they did successfully prevent the disease from spreading to the nearby town of Sheffield, even then a much bigger town, and likely saved the lives of thousands of people in the north of England through their sacrifice. So, I really like this story, because it's a sad story, but it's also a beautiful story. Instead of fleeing everyone, instead of fleeing, there should be a comma, everyone in this one place agreed that they would stay, and they saved thousands of people. They stayed just to save others, and I guess it's one of those good stories about how people have always been people, for better or worse. Thanks, Tumblr.
1: Thank you, Tumblr.
2: It gets better. Here's the thing. One third of the residents of Eme died during their quarantine, but the Black Plague was known to have a 90% death rate. As high as the toll was, it wasn't as high as it should have been, and a few hundred years later, some historians and doctors got to wondering, why? Here's, Here's why. why. <laughs> Fortunately, Eam is one of those wonderful places that really hasn't changed much in hundreds of years. Researchers going to visit found that many of the current residents were direct descendants of the plague survivors from the 1600s, so maybe... William Mompesson's son's son, 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 <laughs> son's 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 son, and his sons. Mm. By doing genetic testing, well done, Michael. They learned that a high number of Eam residents carried a gene that made them immune to the plague, and still do. And it gets even better than that, because the gene that blocks the black plague question mark also turns out to block. AIDS, and was instrumental in helping to find effective medication for people who have HIV and AIDS in the 21st century.
1: Well, I did not hell? know that. That's amazing.
2: And then it links to a a, a a documentary, and it says it's a little under an hour, and here's a lovely, well-produced documentary about Eamon and its disease resistance. Uh, but there we go.
1: I did know that um, there was, like, weird cases, seemingly, like, weird cases of resistance to the plague in Eam, because I think, like, the local undertaker uh, was handling all these bodies, and he never even, I don't know if he never got plague, but he certainly didn't die of it, and uh, there's another woman as well, who, her partner, and I think, like, she had, like, five children or something, who all died of plague in the space of, like, two weeks, and she didn't, Get slash die of plague, and it, basically, I think researchers say that it's very unlikely that, like, or you know, it, it's it's uh, improbable that that that, uh, that would happen. So, mm.
0: yeah, absolutely insane. Mm. Yeah, like what, six, 1600s the disinfecting coins, isolating. Could you imagine? or you think this lockdown's boring? Being stuck in English oh, village yeah. back oh, then. What the yeah, what do, the, do you do? The
2: only entertainment is just people dying of the plague. <laughs> put bets on who goes first it could there probably was some kind of deadpool wasn't there in that village although uh, if you think there's an ask uh, like an anti-masking movement anti-quarantine movement now can you imagine being stuck in that village with people who didn't want to be there who's who this concept was you know for them totally alien yeah Yeah. they wouldn't even
1: know the reasoning behind it ascent like not other than some kind of movement of people makes the plague spread like they wouldn't really understand why quarantine would help
2: and all they know is they're locked in there with the plague yeah that would be difficult to enforce i would imagine but they did it good people being good people and they yeah. saved sheffield my uh, to their sacrifice
1: my family went to visit Eam about a month or so oh. ago i think oh. just just went for a little a little walk and uh showed some sent some photos to the family whatsapp so yeah.
2: Is that where you you take your fifty p's every Christmas? <laughs> yeah, we put them in we, the In Minigar, the of
1: course. Yeah, <laughs> we put them. We actually quarantine before COVID was a thing. We've been like doing periodical, periodic uh, quarantines because if you're putting coins up your up your butthole, there's mm. a real germ problem with that, and uh, yeah. you have to put, you have to watch out what you, with uh, what you're doing there. Yeah. So
2: you don't want a pound coin in your
1: lower intestine. No, no, no you no. don't do that at all. Well,
2: there we are. That's my thing,
1: That's and brilliant.
2: it bears remembering as this lockdown continues to drag on. Yeah,
1: it could be worse. We could all we could be we could be vinegaring our coins.
2: <laughs> we could. The only person who has to do, do that is your family.
0: Yeah, a person. Mm-hmm. What was lit- literacy levels like back then? Because I'd love to read diaries. It would be like mm. an insight into what Facebook would have been like back then.
2: Yeah, there's got to be some
0: amazing graffiti somewhere. <sighs> I might look into this more. I'm going to watch that documentary. That sounds like a great time. You should. I'll send you a link. Thank
1: you. That thing about the AIDS, like resistance AIDS treatment is amazing. I, I had no idea that that was sort of linked yeah. to AIM.
2: That's why I say citation needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Is that really true? I don't know. But the Tumblr said it. Hmm. Right, final question. Are you ready? Yeah. This comes from Callum's story. If you had to build a house entirely of cheese, which cheeses would work best as building materials?
1: um, Hmm. Probably a hard waxy cheese.
0: Let's talk about Gouda, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Gouda times. I I think that'd make for good windows. It's already got holes in it? Gouda's... No, which one is the holy cheese? Oh, God, wait, have
1: I fucked it? Edam... Edam? I'm Googling
2: now. I'm looking at Edam without holes in. Emmental? Oh, Emmental definitely has well, holes in. Emmental cheese. That, That's a fun. There house. we go. If we that... can get a big Emmental and <laughs> big we can just live in the holes.
1: And I maybe think that will be our way start. through to make some corridors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. like it. And See, it's, that's a good start. It usually comes with. Um, some sort of wax or rind on it which i suspect is probably quite waterproof that's probably the whole point yeah. of the oh. the rind so yeah if we could just get a really big emmental with <laughs> holes the size of small rooms then
0: yes we'll <laughs> live like ants <laughs> yeah
2: so we've got this giant emmental that we live in is this going to be a problem for you mike are you okay to live in the cheese house with us
0: uh, i'll 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 first for science and for you know just the thrill of living in a, in a cheese house. I'm willing to put aside my, my ethical beliefs.
1: I can put aside my, my butthole beliefs well. as
2: intolerance. The <laughs> thing is, we don't have to eat it. Just, we just have to be present in
1: it. Well, no, but what I'm, what I'm saying is um, I can eat Emmental because it's very oh. lacto-free. Because it's oh. very hard and mature. Essentially, almost all of the lactose is broken down by the, the culture
2: Brilliant. No vinegar for this guy's coins. No, no. Emmental House Peter has what he wants. Yeah. Do as he pleases, <laughs> He's as he cheeses. So we've got the giant Emmental House. Um, I like to imagine that if we are consuming bits of it, we can sort of chew it into the shape and this will require maybe bespoke wax work, but chew it into the shape of like a castle Yeah, you know, that we can all live in. And then... Because people, I think, only pretend to like it because it's the only explanation. You've got some really stinky blue cheese out the front mm. to sort of ward off potential cheese invaders.
1: When I was little, we used to go to the the local market on like a Wednesday and buy, you know, green grocery and and cheese and biscuits and things. And the cheese man used to tell me, at age seven, that blue cheese was blue because it had dead flies in it.
0: Oh, I yeah, didn't want sounds... to eat
1: the dead fly cheese. So that's I don't... Sounds... one
0: way to make sure, you, like, the customer never bothers buying your product, isn't it? Yeah, Jesus.
2: I know. <laughs> sounds true, though, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: look like it.
2: What else could we have? We've got a I castle want... made of Emmental. Mozzarella bean bags. Mozzarella bean bags is a great
1: idea. Could we have a nice um, raclette moat? Like a liquid cheese <laughs> moat. Can we
2: contact the cheese fountain guy? Yeah. To maybe put that together
1: for us. <laughs> we need a drawbridge as well, I guess. Just more emmental or just whatever's yeah, hard. Yeah. Really. What else structurally we have sound.
2: Maybe a piece of mature cheddar, but the mat- mature cheddar is quite crumbly, mm. isn't
1: it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So maybe some ju- juvenile cheddar.
1: Yes, and you could lower it. it So if it came down from like the portcullis over the moat, you could use two cheese strings to dangle it down. Oh, cheese
0: strings! Of course. (laughs) Yes, yes,
2: absolutely. And we could have baths and basins filled with the cheese that comes with Derrily Dunkers.
1: We could. We could all. We could become ourselves, Dunkers. (laughs) (laughs) We
0: could. I want a halloumi trampoline out back. Yeah, halloumi trampoline is good.
1: Squeaky. I like the idea of that. <laughs> He's
2: on the trampoline again. Jesus Christ! What if we also? I mean, I know we're doubling down here, but we get the Derrily triangles. I feel like that would make great roof t- tiles. Roof? T- well, yeah, roof tiles. Yes, I was going to say if we take it out of its, you know, foil prison, mm. we could quite easily use that to as a sort of mortar. Yeah. To construct, to construct some sort of outside play area. Maybe out of baby bells.
0: <laughs> Yeah, mini oh, baby bells. We, we could, yeah, have um, a baby bell car. Like, so it's got we- <laughs> baby bell wheels. What's the rest of the car made of, Michael?
1: Cheese string axles.
0: Cheese string. Oh my god! We cheese could string do
1: this.
2: axle. That floppy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you could you could fuel it with the strong, powerful gases released by parmesan.
0: Oh, oh. see, cheese. parmesan's
2: another one I don't think I'd want nearby the house. No. Smelly cheese. Mm. Smelly cheese indeed.
0: For some reason, my head went straight to um, feta cheese for the body of the car. Because, mm-hmm. no, that's not... I was thinking, in car crashes, crumbly. you want the car to crumble. I've just realised, no, you want you definitely don't want the car to crumble. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you want you it want? to
1: crumple, but not crumble, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do we difference.
2: have any cheeses that would crumple?
1: I'd probably <laughs> be the again. It's very versatile cheese. It is good, isn't it? its good it has got air pockets in it.
2: And it has yeah a little slot where if you did crash and your head went oh straight forwards it could just go thunk straight into a little <laughs> hole in the cheese
1: yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you we have could a... wear yeah little cheese hats out of it couldn't we, we just carve some out bam there you go yeah mm-hmm. I'm gonna email Ford next <laughs> and see if they
2: in fact let me see where the local Ford is and if I can update their Google listing
1: CC Dairy Lee into that email please. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, I feel like they that's two companies that need to talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't give me any options to claim this business for my own. Oh. Unsurprisingly here. Um
1: yeah, I'm not allowed. I mean the next oh. thing really is to come up with the ideal ham house.
2: <laughs> oh man, well we need to get the, the... meat products.
1: What's we'll it what are they called? I
2: can't even remember what they're called no, now. No,
1: I can't. I keep forgetting. It's here we go. It's uh
2: well GMBH is what it's is yeah. Full Feldhoys Fun Foods GMBH. Right. We need to get them on the line. Brand new task mm-hmm. for you guys. Can you can we make a house out of your ham? <laughs> and is it possible to mass produce it? Because we could solve world hunger and the sort of homelessness crisis at the same time
1: you could get them to print onto the ham like blue printed like bits of uh bits of ham so like it's like a self-assembly house thing so you you get like all these different slices with different shapes printed on that you have to cut out uh Mm. and then make your own house out of all the different bits it's like a Nintendo Labo, but with ham.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Nintendo That's exactly slabo. what it is. The yeah. future is really opening up before us, isn't it?
0: Mm. I could pretend, I could pause as a producer of Grand Designs and say I've got um, got someone who wants to go on the show to make a, a meat house and I try and, you know, talk them into it. Like, it's, it's great, 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 you know, promotion for your brand. We'll settle on a ham shed if a house is not possible. We can make <laughs> Do You think happen. Kevin MacLeod would be up for it? I think so. I, I mean, it'd be the most grand design of them all, wouldn't it? It would. Ham, yeah. ham, ham, ham design. designs. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible.
2: Well, I think we've, I think we've cured it. <laughs>
0: yes, That's, yes, we have.
2: That's it. We've done, we've done it, everyone. Mm. Well done, us. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, there are all manner of ways that you can find us and get in touch with us and support us and all that kind of um, malarkey. One such way is by going to store.yogscast.com,
0: isn't it, Michael? You are absolutely bloody right. If you head over to store.yogscast.com, you can find some wonderful, wonderful merch. But most importantly, our own merch. If you head onto the video section where we've got some lovely stuff, and if you use code VIDIOTS at checkout, you'll be greeted with a wonderful treat of 10% off absolutely everything on the Yogscast store. That's right, everything with code
2: VIDIOTS. Incredible. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash VIDIOTS OFFICIAL. And also on twitch.tv forward slash VIDIOTS OFFICIAL. We do stream from time to time. I would like to thank, once again, the very generous lot that came along uh, for the charity stream I did the other week, it, it it went, we recorded before the stream, but the podcast went out afterwards, but people did indeed show up and they were, they were wonderful and we raised a lot of money for Cancer Research UK. So thank you everyone. Thank your, you everyone for your amazing generosity. Streamlabs.com forward slash poddy. It's donations. Donate three pounds £3 or more and get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast. You join Pod Squad, you support us, and you're wonderful, and we love you. And as I said, you get a shout out. We're going to run through them again now. Here is Mikey's. What do you want to call your regiment?
0: Michael. Mm. I'm thinking. <laughs> the. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. it would be easy to um,
2: just say fart squad but I don't think that's fart squad That mm, would
0: yeah, people want to be in a, that fart far, squad? yeah let's go the, 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 pl, the pumpy platoon pumpy oh, platoon is good yeah. Okay. Yeah? yeah yeah, we got there <laughs> no crows here cyber slum a regretful one night minge does asparagus make cum smell Steven Skordes is that right? yes yeah. Oh, did it eventually? It'll sink in my brain. I'm very sorry, Stephen. We're in tr- we're in trouble. Tubs, crab walking, jingle slap, Benji noise to end discussions. One vowel from Shira. Tickle my platypus. Donna C seven. Osama bin Laden watching horse dance. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Shagwin, R.I.P. Ben Potter is daddy. Diet love past Truther and Mister Black.
1: The uh, in the in the TP troupe. Um, is Dead Kevin's Massive Knob, Chav Chav Ramirez, Peter's Frosty Wasp Queen, Specky Becky, the very generous Samuel de Master Barber, Lord Brotovich, Regular Prostate Exam, Awesome Fox 6011, Gooey Bug Spittoon, Freddy Weber, Do's Moose Sex, uh, Prince Beefcakes, Brother Voodoo, the, uh, sorry, Meat phase 420, The Very, Very Generous Reggae, Reggae Horse. Thank you for such a generous donation. Beng is Peng, and. <laughs> We've
2: also got Cheggers, Ickle, Chicklet. Yes, yes. Finn Chegwin, Dilla Killer Thriller. Good luck reading this, boys. Roy Hodgson is Not an Owl. Alan Claw, Mr. Macca, I Come in the Land Down Under. Uh, 50p shaped rectum wound. N-New Bean or Enu Bean, Emily Lemons, Big Titty Jesus forty two, Joey Jojo Junior, Shabadoo, Big Titty Jesus forty two, very generous sixty ten, donating. We didn't start the Pod Squad and Finn Dillamand. That's your Pod Squad. That was your pumpy pumpy platoon. Yeah.
1: Is that what you called it?
2: Yeah, the pumpy platoon. Pumpy platoon. Your tiny squad.
1: Yeah, tiny tiny troop.
2: Tiny troop. And your I'm making an note fast.
0: Old the fast platoon wasn't it or fast squad
2: i just said i've i've written down fast crew
0: yeah nice that's there it yeah we we'll just go with that
2: so thank yeah. you again everybody who has supported us this episode streamlabs.com forward slash poddy donations three pounds or more thank you, Might e, you know.
0: hi where can you be found son e, you can, can go over to that there twitter at paraboy and you'll find loads of lovely stuff to do with me great isn't it and that's the best place to keep up with all my activities and happenings. And I'm also streaming somewhat regularly on Twitch at Paraboy. It's, ah. it's, it's a delight, I promise. Come join oh, the fun.
2: Wonderful. And Peter, where can people find
1: us? We are uh, at Team Triple Jump doing stuff together like uh, Rules Boss sometimes and uh, Worst Games Ever and Streaming and uh, other things that you remember from the video days. Uh, and individually we are available on Twitter at Austin and at Dude. Absolutely. Oh, nice.
0: yeah.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much everybody once again for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks time. Uh, In the meantime, why not leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. We do appreciate it, as does Al Gore.
0: Uh, Does anybody have a final question before we say goodbye? What would you do with you know, like the thin American cheese in your cheese house. <laughs> I, f- I feel I'm almost a shit. Like I was trying to think of what we could do with it. it Find the like use this... for that. Yeah. yeah. The answer yeah. is quite clearly curtains. But we'll <laughs> see what people come back. For Carpet, part, I suppose. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
2: actually, I haven't thought about walking on cheese, and instantly, I don't want to live in this house now. <laughs> Awful. Well, we're gonna go now with thoughts of cheese, cheese dreams. And cheesy Mm. floors. Oh.
1: Don't have nightmares. Oh. Sweet
0: dreams, everybody. Sweet cheese, everyone.
2: Night night.
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.